0: Welcome to Bite-Sized, Episode 2. When I recorded the first episode of a Bite-Sized, I didn't know what it was going to be called, and so I didn't name it by name. And now I do. I've named it Bite-Sized Video Reviews. So welcome to this second episode. Uh, just a couple of quick housekeeping things before I jump into my Thor The Dark World review. I just wanted to mention that uh, Joe Darnell watched the episode. If you've ever listened to the Movie Byte podcast, you might remember him from the podcast. Uh, he used to co-host it with me. He mentioned the setup didn't look very professional. And uh, of course, as I mentioned, I just wanted to clarify, uh, no, it doesn't. It's not what I would prefer, but it is what I have. I don't have a way to make it look more professional at this time. He mentioned the sheets specifically on the wall behind me, as you you can see, uh, and he thought it looked like I was covering something up. Those are actually to help with sound reflection when I record podcasts. And when I record um, the Movie Byte podcast, when I record bite-sized, it helps with sound reflection so that it sounds a little better in here and, and doesn't sound echoey. So that's what those are for. I know they don't look great, but uh, it adds character to the show if you ask me. So uh, that's what those are for. Uh, He also mentioned the glare in my glasses, and yes, that was something I caught in the editing, but I didn't have time to go back and redo that, and that was my screen on my computer. I'm actually using my MacBook Pro to record this and to using the EyeSight camera on it, and the screen was too bright and was reflecting in my glasses, and I've turned that brightness way down so that you can't see it anymore. So without further ado, I'm going to jump into my review of Thor, The Dark World. And now, a look at Marvel's Thor, The Dark World. You know, I'm, I'm actually really quite pleased to tell you that I enjoyed the second installation of the Thor films uh, quite a lot. It hits all the right notes where its predecessor hit all the wrong notes the first film lacked an emotional core the romance between jane and thor didn't work i mean it just didn't work because they didn't have any chemistry this film completely rectifies all those problems thor and jane feel completely comfortable with each other in fact it's quite it's quite fun when they're on screen together i really enjoyed them together but you know speaking of chemistry thor and loki have some of the best chemistry that we've ever seen between them in any of the Marvel films. I mean, you know, Loki is still not such a great guy, of course, but... well, let's just say that Thor and Loki find themselves united in a common purpose. Uh, the film also features a much better sense of humor than the first film, uh, for the most part. You know, seeing Loki do his Captain America impression, uh, complete with a cameo from Chris Evans portraying a Mr. Stars and Stripes himself, that was pretty awesome. I mean... It was, it was just a lot of fun. There was a lot of humor in this film that was appropriate humor, even though the film also, at times, is very serious. I, I continue to be impressed with the approach to the mesh of science fiction and fantasy. Obviously, this film is completely fanciful, because nothing in it can really happen. But, you know, on the other hand, you've got Jane running around shouting sciency things, telling the Asgardian doctors what the proper names are for the things that they're t- talking about with their fanciful equipment, and so on. You've also got Odin uh, reminding Loki that they, meaning the Asgardians, they're not gods; uh, they are mortal and they die just like just like men of Earth. Uh, I really like this because it helps. It, it kind of helps with this whole invincible superhero thing. Invincible superheroes are boring. I did have one major annoyance with this film. I should tell you now that I will reveal spoilers in talking about this. But my major annoyance is with Loki's death. Uh, Or I should say, again, spoiler alert, lack thereof. I really liked where they went with Loki. He found a manner of redemption. Uh, He died a good and heroic death, but then nope, they didn't let him have it. Turns out he was just pulling another one over Thor. And uh, I just didn't like that. I I mean, I felt very toyed with. It was not cool. It wasn't cool at all. November you know, but, ultimately, I really did enjoy the film. Uh, overall, I felt like it was a really good film. Uh, it, it, as I said, it hit all the right notes, it uh, it was a lot of fun, uh, you know, it was certainly better than its predecessor. It was no Avengers, uh, it wasn't quite up to that level, but, you know, that's a pretty high bar to attain to, because the Avengers is such a great film, and, uh, you know, it didn't have Joss Whedon directing, so it had that going against it as well. So. Uh, I really enjoyed the film and I do highly recommend it. Um, you know, I, I I hope that you can go to the theater and enjoy it as I did. That's it for this episode of Bite-Sized. Um, we're now in the iTunes store as a podcast. Uh, we're on YouTube, so uh, be sure to rate and review the show on iTunes and uh, rate it on YouTube. And uh, you can subscribe via YouTube or you can subscribe uh, in your podcast client of choice. It's up to you. And uh, really hope you're enjoying these reviews. We'll have more coming for you soon. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do that uh, at twitter.com slash tjdraperpro. You can follow Movie Byte on Twitter at twitter.com slash moviebyte, and you can uh, find uh, more reviews and episodes of different various podcasts and lots of stuff that I post every day at moviebyte.com.